Coming up, a fish tank at T-Rex restaurant bursts as guests are eating dinner. Another Disney executive is retiring in what appears to be an exodus of leadership at Walt Disney Travel. And later on, we'll talk about how Disney World has grown and changed over the years. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 688 for the week of March 18th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close, Julie Martin, back in the production nook, our associate producer, Sean Thompson, and Craig Williams, who's on the controls. And we're also joined by a special guest this week, Richard Bunt from Ragland, Alabama. Welcome, Richard. Thank you. Glad to have you here. Richard uh, uh, is a big fan of the show, has been listening for a long time, and uh, you're also uh, the owner of uh, Claiborne Bike Bicycles yes. in Alabama. And yes, I am. you have a, like a, a racing team. Yes, we go all over the country, and in fact, we've been um, to the World Championships in Australia, Brazil. Wow. I've been to France. Um, Let's see, uh, Canada, of course, and they used to have it here in the U.S. at times. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we have been all over. So, did I see the Diz logo on your trailer? Well, yeah. that's that was it. Uh, <laughs> Richard contacted us a couple months ago, and just you know, very generously, um, he's very supportive of our efforts with Give Kids the World and wanted to do something nice for us. So he put the Diz logo on the side of his uh, very cool of his truck. I love yeah. it, which was really cool. I've just that's never happened before. So <laughs> I, I saw that. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And it's on its way Wednesday to Oldsmar, Florida, for our event this weekend. So okay, so so people will be seeing it for the first time. We just got it wrapped up. So awesome. I know. Yeah. I'm very excited. That's that was really cool. It was a very nice thing of you to do. Uh, yeah. And so I invited Richard to come on the show, and it turns out Richard. Uh, Richard has been going to Disney World every year since 1971, and we thought this would be a great week to have him on the show since our segment this week Mm -hmm. is talking about how Disney has changed over the years. So it's a perfect fit. We're really glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate it. So we're going to get some housekeeping uh, out of the way. First of all, um, I want to uh, mention to everybody our photo contest, which launched this past uh, uh, Saturday morning at midnight. Um, And, you know, in spite of, you know, it, it's like, not like I don't know the size of our audience or the, the, you know, the kind of the scope of why am I always surprised by the response? Um, I haven't checked it in the last few hours, but we're almost 900 photos have been submitted uh, to the contest. And uh, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of crazy. Some great photos are out there. Um, and because of, the, uh, because of the volume, what we decided to do, Excuse me. We are stopping submissions, as we said, on March 30th, but we are going to leave voting open for an additional two weeks. We're going to leave voting open until April 14th, and then we are going to announce the winners of both contests, the Disney World and the Disneyland uh, prize, uh, live on our show on April 15th. So you definitely want to tune in for that. Of course, the winner of the Disney World contest gets a seven-day, six-night Magic Your Way package for four-plus dining 
to Walt Disney World. The winner of the Disneyland contest gets a five-day, five-night package at uh, either the Disneyland Hotel or uh, the Paradise Pier Hotel. You're just going to say Paris. Yeah, well, not yet. Not yet, but... Um, so we're very excited. There's a weird noise. Yeah, there's a. I They've think got it's a, a dolphin chair? behind the booth. Is, it a chair? <laughs> is that a chair or? It's a chair. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll get some WD-40 on that. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, we really need your votes. Even if you don't have a a, a photo in the contest, uh, a random act of kindness here, folks. You can vote every day uh, for as many photos as you want. You can only vote once per day per photo, but you can vote for. As many, I, I every day I sit and go through and oh, all the ones I like, I, I, I go ahead and I vote for. Um, but we need votes. Uh, the picture with the most votes is the one that's going to win. That's how we're going to do it. But uh, there are so many fantastic photos. Um, we are going to be, uh, I think, I'm going to be awarding some uh, second, third, and fourth place prizes as well. Some that maybe the team will pick out, and because um, there are some that just are are phenomenal phenomenal pictures so uh head out to our facebook page uh, facebook.com slash disunplugged and i didn't mute my phone i'm, I'm gonna yell at myself now uh, well, this is like a really disjointed show today i'm like all over the place it's richard's fault it is, it is. Okay. richard just changed the energy it's the um, karma so facebook.com slash disunplugged and uh in the tabs up at the top you will see the walt disney world photo contest and the disneyland photo contest and uh, you'll see the entry form if you'd like to put a uh, picture in a submission for that. If not, up at the top, you can see vote and click on that. And you'll go to the gallery and see all the photos. And I got to tell you, I have a blast going through and wa- looking at these photos. They are some really, really awesome, awesome pictures. So even if you don't have a photo in, um, go out, cast your votes every day and uh, send somebody to Disney World or Disneyland. Um, and... Uh, so the other thing that I was surprised at last week, I asked people to send in emails uh, based on their experience with FastPass Plus, and we're almost near 200 emails have come in, which I just wasn't expecting either. And uh, I think it's like reading War and Peace at the end of the day. It is. <laughs> there, there, no one sent yes, I like it. No right. one was. No one's so succinct with these emails. They're well, no, they're I, telling I, I, and story. I appreciate that. I just, what I'm, I'm not. I'm not I, what I'm saying is, it takes a while to get through them. Yeah, it does. It does. But there's some great stuff in there, and a lot of uh, a lot of really good comments, both positive and negative, on it. And uh, we're kind of going through that. We're actually going to make all of those emails available. Uh, obviously, we're going to take out the email addresses and anything personally identifiable, but we want people to be able to have a reference to this because there's a lot of really, really good information, and I appreciate everyone sending, sending those in. We're going to be including that in a, a segment we're going to be doing either next week or the week after on FastPass Plus, so we appreciate that, and if you have had experience in the parks with uh, uh, FastPass Plus, the Magic Bands, we want to know what you think about it, positive or negative. We're not looking for just one one opinion here, we want to know what you think, what your experience was. Did it make it better for you? Was it a pain in the neck? Um, we want to hear what your experience was. So thank you, everyone who has been sending in those emails. We really do appreciate it. Um, also want to make sure we get a plug in for our uh, Disneyland show, which has uh, its, uh, it shows every Thursday. Uh, the team begins another personalized planning series with uh, Chris from Australia will be experiencing Disneyland uh, solo. Uh, plus, it's time again for Tony Spatel's Salute to March Madness. 
It's basketball. So, again, that's the uh, Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged uh, every Thursday, coming up this Thursday. And uh, check them out, especially their nice new recording equipment. They sound great. And it's a great team of folks, so don't miss that. I want to remind everyone also of the New Jersey meet coming up the weekend of April 25th. Uh, You need to register no later than April 5th for that, and registration has been a little lighter than we had hoped. So please come out and show your support for Give Kids the World. Help us raise money for a great cause. Um, If you're in the New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania area, I know some of our friends from Massachusetts are driving down for it, which is awesome. I really appreciate that. Come out and show your support. Uh, There'll be links to that along with everything else we talk about on the show on our show notes page, disunplugged.com. You can find all the details about the New Jersey meet. Uh, We are going to be there. We are going to be doing a show. Uh, So if you want to watch a show live, um, you know, come on out. Come on out. We're actually uh, playing around with some ideas for a different format for the shows that we normally do. We're not going to be doing it the way we've done it in the past. We're going to do something a little different, something a little more uh, participatory. With the audience. Very cool. We're going to make them dance. Are you, like <laughs> like Ellen? Twister or something? No, we, we figure like one at a time, we'll make them stand in the middle of the room and we'll judge them. Um, like so you camera. think you can dance? Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else in housekeeping? I do. I have some housekeeping. I want to say a big congratulations to our Dreams Unlimited travel agents. A uh, new discount came out this week. We saved our clients over $28,000. Wow. Um, and that's you, just one client. Really? Wow. <laughs> uh, I want to say that if you haven't heard about it, it's the summer. Their uh, savings for the summer offer. Uh, dive into big savings this summer. And it is most nights, June 15th through August 28th, 2014. It is a percentage off the room cost, but it also applies to packages. And um, it's a good discount. It's much better than anything that's out there already for this time period. So if you're booked or you want to book, this is really a good discount to sort of go after. Think they're going to do free dining again this year? I think they are. I think there's... They're just offering discount after discount after discount, and I think we're going to see something. This ends August 28th, usually about when free dining starts. Yeah, so that would be the next offer. September. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction that they will do it. And what's the booking window on this? The booking window is through June 6th of 2000. So that's about when we'll see if free di- if we're going to see free dining in September. That's about yeah. when we're going to see it is uh, early June. Tons of discounts this year. The good news is that in the past, we've always kind of been honest and said, this one's not good. This is a really good one. So if you have a chance to take advantage of it, please do. I wonder why, given that crowds have been crowds have been really good. So I'm surprised that their resort attendances just might be down. Resort bookings Mm -hmm. might be lower and they have to get people into the resorts. That's the only time they do good, good discounts. So. All right. Anything else in housekeeping? I do. I've been talking about the two free, the two open spaces in our July backstage magic trip. You're too late. Somebody has claimed them. Uh, both of our backstage magics for 2014 are sold out. We do still have spaces for our Italy trip, September 16th through the 24th. If you have any questions about it, you can find the information on Dreams Unlimited Travel, and it is. And if you have specific questions, you can write to me at Kevin at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. I plan on riding a Vespa on that trip and going, ciao. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> no, it's Eddie Izzard. Oh. Ciao. I missed it. Um, yeah, so there's still space available, and Pete's going, and John's going, and I'm going. So if you want to travel with us, let us know. Fantastic. 
Anything else? But you can't go on the backstage magic. Okay. Anything else? All right, then let's get to our poll results from last week. We asked the question, has Disney World changed for the better over the years, for the worse, or is it just as magical for you as ever? Well, according to you, 63% say Disney is just as magical as ever. Uh, 12% said it had changed for the better, but 25% said it has changed for the worse. And that's a pretty alarming number. This is about 1,200 responses that we got on on this poll. And, uh, you know, I think, I, I think, you know, 25% of this audience saying that they have a negative, a negative opinion of, of the changes that have happened at Disney World, um, I think is, is a little significant, a little alarming, tells, tells a lot, you know, um, I'm happy to see that, you know, between people who say it's gotten better and people who say it's just as magical, it's 75% of the, yeah. the audience, which says that, you know, there's still, there's still something there, but you know, it's, I, I just don't know how you, I, for me personally, I don't know how you could just be like, it's just worse. You know? Well, because, I mean, for some people, some of these changes were, have been very significant and really impacted how they plan their trips. And, you know, and, and I, don't, I don't take, I want to be really clear because I think some people misinterpreted what I was saying about the negativity on the boards uh, last week regarding this topic. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't begrudge anybody their opinions on this. I think their opinions are valid whether they like it or don't like it. Um, my point was that there were an awful lot of people who were saying, you know, I'm hearing so many negative things that I'm starting to think I'm just not going to plan a trip. Um, and that was the p- stuff that I, I was saying, okay, hold on, you take a step back. I, you know, absolutely, whatever your opinions on FastPass Plus are, they are absolutely valid. But don't not plan a trip because somebody else says they don't like it. Yeah. Um, I also need to go back. I don't know that the people who are saying it's, it's worse are that adamant about it. I would file fall into that category that there are things that I they've changed that I don't like but I don't go into it with it's bad that kind of attitude it's more with sort of wistfulness I think that people there see things that they've always appreciated I talk about my friend Heather who is disappointed in Walt Disney World because of this change she was a re-rider is how she put it and mm-hmm. it they've taken that away but it's not with this adamant I hate them now right it's more I'm, re- I'm going to miss that. Well, so I think right. that I, I just wanted it's. I think it's a little less. It's a little different tone. It's also part of what I want to talk about in the segment this week is that you know, I think, and and I certainly relate to this. This is more than this experience is more than planning a vacation. There's an emotional investment in this. This goes beyond. Uh, I'm you know I'm planning a vacation at Disney World for my family. It's not, you know, like I'm planning a vacation in, you know, California for my family. It's different. Um, there is a real emotional investment. There's an attachment that, you know, for many people goes back to childhood. Yeah. And, and so it's not a ca- – some, some of the responses are not going to be casual. And look, who am I to judge anybody for visceral responses to changes? I mean, you know. I think I, there's I, nostalgia I, involved. I, I lost, you know, I, I lost my mind with Starbucks coming onto Main <laughs> Street. Um, so I do understand that, and that's why I'm not judging anybody's opinion of this at all. What I wanted, what I asked for last week, was I want to hear from people who have been and experienced it. I'm not taking anything away from the opinions that people who have not experienced it have. I think your opinions are very valid. I wanted to hear from more people 
that have experienced it because I want to make sure that gets injected into the conversation a little bit more than what I'm seeing on the boards. I see a lot of people planning trips that haven't done it that are very negative. Then I go and read trip reports and I see that while people mention things here and there about the FastPass experience, those trip reports overwhelmingly are very positive. So that was why we asked for that. So, And we're going to talk more about that in the next segment. I don't want to spend too much time on that. Um, but we do have a poll winner to announce, and that is Sean Wallach is this week's winner. Um, we Every week we uh, pick one person who answered our poll at random, and that person gets a $50 Disney gift card. This week it's going to be Sean. Um, I do need to call out to Sheena Sanchez, who won last week. We have reached out to you and have not heard from you. Um, so please check your friend requests on Facebook and your other <laughs> message box on Facebook, because that's where I think the email is sitting. Um, or certainly reach out to us. Uh, you can message me on Facebook or the Diz Unplugged team um, so that we can get you your $50 gift card, Sheena. So don't be leaving money sitting on the table. I'll try to. I wrote her name down. Okay. <laughs> I'll oh, start oh, okay. people too. Now, now Julie's on it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Um, did I really just say forget about it? I really yeah. did. Okay, wow. Um, Who cares? Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Um, We'll have uh, next week's poll uh, a little later on in this show. And with that, we're going to turn it over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. Attendance slips at SeaWorld Parks, but company reports record annual earnings. Attendance dipped at SeaWorld Parks during the final three months of 2013, but the Orlando-based theme park uh, operator said Thursday that it still posted record earnings in its first quarter as a public company. SeaWorld President and Chief Executive Officer Jim Atchison said the lingering controversy spawned by the anti-captivity documentary Blackfish has not harmed the fortunes of SeaWorld Entertainment. I like how he specifies the fortunes. The fortunes, yeah. <laughs> you know, as opposed to the attendance. Because, um, you know, look, Universal, Universal made uh, an art form out of turning lower attendance into higher uh, quarterly profits. They did brilliantly with that in the years leading up to the launch of uh, Wizarding World, when they were, you know, when Disney really was hammering them um, and their attendance was dropping like crazy, even though their attendance was down, their their earnings were up. And so apparently, you know, to some degree, SeaWorld has, has been able to capitalize on that, on that as well. It has, indeed. Uh, Atchison is quoted as saying, uh, we have seen no impact on our business from the documentary which ran... Uh, pretty much incessantly on CNN. <laughs> really? Well, it was the first thing watchable on CNN in years. So, um, you know. He also said that the company's six SeaWorld-based theme parks, which include SeaWorld Orlando, Aquatica, and Discovery Cove in Central Florida, combined to post their best ever fourth quarter attendance, outperforming the company's other five parks by a considerable margin. That's pretty incredible. Uh, among individual parks, SeaWorld Orlando was especially strong performer. He said, churning out record revenue on the strength of Antarctica Empire of the Penguin, which opened last spring. So it looks like... Were people were, planning their trips around that? Yes, they were. It was huge. Mm -hmm. You think this Hogwarts train is big? Penguins, I'm telling you. You can now ride a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Between parks. That I would do. I'm uh, sorry, but has anyone else just pictured Danny DeVito in their head? <laughs> <laughs> 
So I think that's very telling that it's Orlando theme parks that are carrying the attendance for all the other theme parks. I think that's always been the case. Has it really? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I San Diego. Was no, 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 no. The Orlando park has always been the crown jewel uh, in uh, for for SeaWorld. Um, this has always been the biggest, biggest money maker, uh, highest attendance. I mean, San Diego is is popular, but it does not have the does not have the level of attendance. I don't think it's ever had the level of attendance that. Uh, Orlando's head. And to finish off that story, he says, uh, Etchison says, big announcements could be coming soon for the company. SeaWorld is negotiating with potential partners for expansion projects, including international theme parks. He estimated it would take SeaWorld. People that don't get CNN. <laughs> he estimated, well, people who eat, peng- uh, eat whales penguins. for a living. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, he estimated it would take SeaWorld two to four years to build and open a new a new park once a deal has been struck. Open one to Japan, all the children start trying to harpoon. <laughs> hey, don't send me emails either. It's true, they do it. It happens. It's horrible. Okay? It happens. Sushi. Still legal there. Matt, I think. It's a field trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, I'm not going to go any further with that. All right, our next news story. Disney World executive retiring, sparking hotel and transportation shakeup. And I'm telling everybody, start paying attention to these stories. Okay, something's up. Something is up. We'll talk more about that again. A top Walt Disney World executive is retiring, prompting a shakeup in the resort's hotel and transportation divisions. Kevin Myers, a 42-year Disney veteran who is the vice president in charge of hotel operations, will retire in December. Uh, a busboy in Adventureland when the Magic Kingdom opened in 1971. Myers has been directly involved in the opening of more than 10 hotels at Disney World and serves on the resort's executive steering committee. In a memo to employees, Disney World President George Calagrita said Myers will lead a pair of projects before he formally retires, coordinating overall operations during contract negotiations with Disney World's major unions and making preparations for further international growth. Um, As part of Meyer's departure, Disney World has merged responsibilities for running its hotels with the job of running of its transportation systems, which include buses, boats, and monorails. The transportation oversight had been under the resort's operations and maintenance wing. Okay, I'm not saying that there's a... uh a pattern to this necessarily something doesn't smell right to me um and i think it's easy for this to go under the radar because most of these people are not people that most disney fans would know um the announcement uh earlier that randy garfield uh, the head of walt disney travel uh was retiring uh came as a big shock um hearing that his second in command ed fouché was retiring right after him a big shock um there is another one that I know about that I don't know that has been announced publicly, so I'm not going to say who it is, but that one's a big shock. Um, and then this. Um, there are an awful lot of senior-level executives at Walt Disney Travel who are jumping ship, and I wonder, I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. Um, the numbers are all there. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the trajectory right now of the business itself looks really good um but something's up and i'm dying to know what it is i'm dying to know what's happening 
there's been a lot of shakeup. There's also been a lot of combining of responsibilities, and this one points to that. The new hotel and transportation post goes to Tom Wolber, whose title becomes Senior Vice President for Walt Disney World Resort Operations and Transportation Operations, which seems like an awful lot of responsibility for one person to be in charge of all the hotels and all of the transportation on property. That's kind of huge. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is people being encouraged to retire. I don't know if people are being offered golden parachutes and packages. <laughs> you know, I mean, that might be part of what's going on is Disney's trying to do some cost cutting by looking at long term, saying if we now let you guys retire early, that saves us revenue in the also, future. Also, 42 years is, n- I mean, by the time you've put 42 years in a company, it's not unusual no, absolutely. to retire. Absolutely. It just is odd that you know that there's four senior level executives on the travel side of things that are i mean well i guess hotel operations is technically the operation side but still four senior level executives in a very short span of time that are quote unquote retiring what's up what's up you know that's the uh that is, and i just there's something, it's just a feeling I've got. It's just kind of this gut feeling I've got. I agree with you. That something is up. Something is up. And when we talk to people about it, they get weird and quiet. I mean, obviously, when they're talking to me, they're afraid that if they say something, it's going <laughs> to. So I understand that. But, you know, even off the record, they won't say. And so something's up. Something's up. I don't know what, but we're watching. All right. Our next news story. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort on Travel and Leisure Best Hotels list. Walt Disney World's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa was ranked on Travel and Leisure Magazine's 2014 (laughs) World's Best Hotels list. It was the only Orlando hotel on the list until 28 Florida hotels made the cut for the U.S. region. Other regions included in the ranking were Africa, Asia, Australia, Canada, the Caribbean, Europe, and Latin America. Winners were selected by the magazine's readers. Uh, I, what I found interesting is if you go through the list of the hotels in Florida that were that made the list. They're mostly Ritz Carlton's. You're looking at right, exactly <laughs> Ritz Carlton's. Um, there were some other really high end Four Seasons is on there. So, uh, congratulations to the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big accomplishment considering the other people on the list. I am a little surprised that there are some hotels. In, in that area that haven't made it. I'm surprised the Waldorf didn't make it to that list. No, um, no, 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 it's not there. It's not there. Wow. Um, it's a great hotel. It's a great hotel, but there, there, there are too many things that are just not right about the Waldorf. It's not, I don't think it's anywhere near it yet. It could be. It's certainly got the facility to be, but I don't think they've got the service and some of the operational items down to the point where they would be Qualified, you know, there, you know, there's a big difference between the four. Unfortunately, there's a big difference between the Four Seasons and the Waldorf, uh, at least here in Orlando. Um, but the Ritz in for Orlando didn't make it either. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying, most of the ones on the Florida list are are Ritz right. Carlton's. Um, but yeah, no, not Waldorf. Orla- no. You know, it might be Orlando in general. It might be the location of the hotel that plays into the list. Yeah, because a lot of and these the Ritz Carlton has a weird location. It is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And our final news story. 
Guests captures video of a large fish tank. I love this. Breaking inside downtown Disney restaurant. The freshest food that restaurants ever seen. <laughs> Probably the cleanest it's ever been. <laughs> Cell phone video was taken of a large fish tank that broke at the T-Rex Cafe at downtown Disney Monday evening while guests were enjoying dinner. Enjoying is in quotation marks. <laughs> the large cylinder-shaped aquarium appealed to have cracked open down the side, causing water to gush out into the restaurant. In the video, restaurant employees can be seen moving guests away from the area. <laughs> guests who record the guest who recorded the video said the fish tank broke while people were eating dinner nearby. It's unclear what caused the fish tank to break. T Rex Cafe is owned by a company named Laundries out of Houston. Uh, WFTV has reached out to them and Disney officials for more details about the incident, but has not heard back yet. Well, we actually we actually have that cell phone video to show uh, for those watching. <laughs> Uh, live and on YouTube. Um, do we have that uh, yep. queued up? Yep. Here it is. Oh. Look at that. Oh, oh, she, she's doing a chorus line. <laughs> wow, I mean, that is just pouring out of it. Is this just is why you don't gushing. tap on the glass, kids. Wow. We were just waiting for it to explode. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's shocking that it didn't just crack and completely go up to me. I hope the fish were okay. So those, me too. Those who are listening uh, to the show, please head out to the show notes page, disunplug.com. Uh, we will have a link to that video for you to see. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny, actually. Uh, the, I mean, I'm sure there were some expensive fish in there. Oh, um, yeah. You know. I bet it was all saltwater. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a saltwater tank. Yeah. Um, so... My favorite part of that video is the woman in the red hoodie that goes to save her wine off the table. Yes, I was fixing to say that. We had it's it. like, that is what she was more worried about. We have our priorities. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, she can't drink the seawater coming so out of water could dampen your enjoyment of red wine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, nobody wow. was hurt, so I, I don't have any. If you're just sitting there, all of a sudden it just starts gushing out. I can't even imagine what you must think. The people who got wet got 10% off the bill. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I made that up. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So that'll do with the news. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, John. Um, our uh, caption this photo for last week was a picture of Dustin with Judge Claude Frollo standing over him in a rather menacing pose. This was a picture that was taken at Disneyland Paris during our Adventures by Disney London Paris trip in 2012. Some of the captions we received uh, from Corey Mitchell. No one ever expects the French Inquisition. <laughs> I thought it was cute. 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 Uh, Bob Dentremont says, uh, taken moments after Frollo asks him to ring his bells, Justin is then seen running toward the castle yelling, Sanctuary. Um, Dustin? We left, we le- we, well, we left in the, okay. the spelling because I think it's funny. Everybody does that. Everybody calls him uh, uh, Justin. It's Dustin with a D. Um, but there was like the one guy that thought he said Bustin. And like Dustin, did, Dustin didn't correct him, so this guy for like weeks was calling him Bustin. <laughs> what horrible parents never get that? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, Sean Williams uh, said, uh, "What did I just agree to?" And uh, Brandy Taylor says, "I can hear you smelling me." That is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) um, It's creepy that you thought that was the best one. I thought that was funny. Um, Now, uh, for this week, uh, our photo is a picture of Teresa holding an Academy Award during one of our backstage magic trips. And uh, 
You can see the photo by going to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged, and leave us your caption for Teresa and her Academy Award. I, Hers says, you like me, you really like me. <laughs> well, that's one that's, that can't be used now, so. but uh, Sorry, I ruined it. I know, you destroyed it. It's, it's ruined. But uh, So yeah, head out to our Facebook page and add your caption to the picture of Teresa with her Academy Awards at the Walt Disney the Walt Disney Archive. Excellent. So, all right, we'll move on to rapid fire, and we'll start with uh, Mrs. Martin. Okay, um, mine is about Discovery Cove. They have a Florida resident special right now. When you book the Dolphin Swim Stay um, resort package at Discovery Cove, um, it's available on select days for two nineteen, which includes a 30-minute swim with the dolphins, rays, and tropical fish. Um, you can hand-feed exotic birds, and you also get the chance to play with the otters and marmosets in the freshwater oasis. Um, for 149 you can have a package without the dolphin excursion, or I mean the dolphin swim. And then if you'd like to add a 30-minute underwater guided excursion along the bottom of the Grand Reef, you can do so to either package for $49. Um, discoverycove.com, or you can call 877-557-7404. You will have to prove your Florida residency um, whenever you check in, if you purchase the package. SeaWorld comes to your house to make sure you look right. <laughs> <laughs> and they do have some blackout dates, um, 317 through April 21st of this year, and then June 1st through August 31st. You have to purchase these by December 31st and use them by December 31st of this year. So, Okay. Um, we've done this before. Some with the dolphin is exciting i loved it i thought it was so much fun i was going to comment on the one that doesn't include the dolphin swim that almost seems not worth it oh right? no I mean, isn't the if, dolphin if swim the if, biggest part of if you're it? scared of dolphins yeah. and say you want to exclude that from your package there's so much more to do i, I love feeding the birds it's absolutely gorgeous um, so. being able to swim through the grand reef and just sort of look around you can feed mantas and swim with them um but the under like the underwater guided excursion along the bottom of the grand reef i really would prefer to stay towards the top drag you along the bottom of the reef the look look you will enjoy it that's just what i pictured in my head is that <laughs> sorry but it sounds like fun so go do a florida residence all right thank you julie let's go back to you sean oh okay i'm um, surprising you yeah, you are going out of order. I'm like, what am I going to go? The order's in the script. Yeah, I was about to say, just look. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. All right, so uh, <laughs> a new uh, dessert party is at Illuminations at Epcot. Um, it's the Sparkling Dessert Party, and it features unlimited sparkling wines, like Prosecco, um, a whole different array of desserts, including unlimited cronuts, which are the best things I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Sean is sold. Yeah. What is a cronut? A cronut is a mix between a croissant and a donut. So it's like cut in different layers and then fried and then put in cinnamon and sugar. It's the new big thing. That's a, there's nothing wrong with that sentence. No, it's great. Um, so this is $49. Um, it started on March 15th. Um, you need reservations, so you can call the Disney Dining uh, number and everything to book this. So I think I, it's... You can also book this on DisneyWorld.com, because I did. Oh, cool. So, and... Uh, Do you guys know where they... Is it from the little islandy thing? It's in the center, right in between the two towers. Um... You know, the two gift shops. One is Duffy, yeah. one is the... Uh, That's a good spot. Yeah. spot. yeah. So this looks great. And I think if you get unlimited drinks and and food, I think it's... I mean, $49 is expensive, but... It was. I was kind of su- surprised by that, yeah. But depending on how much you're going to drink and eat, I guess. Well, I won't be drinking, but... It well, sounds sure, like a but, great date night to me. Yeah. Romantic. Is that a hint? Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you have to have theme park admission, right? Yes, you yeah. do. Yeah. 
Oh, is that a problem for you? No. Just, <laughs> just very typical Disney. You know, you have to pay to get in and then you have to pay for an extra party. Well, I mean, if they're going to give you like unlimited free booze, yeah, they're going to make you, they're going to charge you for it. Stop standing up for them. They're the evil empire. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for that, Sean. Uh, Kevin. The food trucks are coming. The food trucks are coming. The food trucks inspired by Walt Disney World theme parks have recaptured the culinary imagination at downtown Disney. And they are going to be going to Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort. They will be there. Well, they were there March 11th. It was fabulous. You should have gone. Uh, March 18th today. And they're going to be there March 25th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. It will be near the Grandstand Pool. Uh They'll have all sorts of different things, but they're going to be brought to you by Membership Magic. The food truck truck service will offer creative cuisine available for purchase with sweet treat compliments, uh, sweet treats, compliments of Disney Vacation Club. But it does say while supplies last. So (laughs) if we're, you know, those cupcakes at the 40th anniversary or any indication, there's probably four of them. So go fast. (laughs) Um, There'll be music and entertainment and stuff like that. Now, I just read something recently that I was kind of excited about. Between Bongo's, there was that grassy area Mm -hmm. at the west side between Bongo's and what used to be uh, Wetzel's Pretzel's 43rd Street. Right. That's going to, in the new Disney Springs, that's going to be a food truck area. And I think that's kind of cool, but I'm hoping that they're going to bring in some of the outside food trucks. I hope these are not Disney food trucks because all that and that is is a John's nodding his head, so you think they're gonna be Disney food trucks. I absolutely think they're gonna be Disney food trucks. So you're gonna be able to get chicken fingers and a cheeseburger? Pretty much. Oh man. I want like You're gonna be able to get that fish to fill out that T Rex. Aquarium. <laughs> Little fried fishies on a stick. <laughs> what is this, a lionfish? It's <laughs> oh, Nemo. Um, I found Nemo. <laughs> uh, that, uh, the food truck thing is exciting, but one of the exciting things about the food truck is that you get to try a new chef, you get to try exciting new things that, you know, it kind of brings you a new cuisine. I think when Disney gets hold of it, it kind of... Dumps it down. Yeah, that's the word I was going to use. Actually, the ones in downtown Disney right now, it's great. Like the Fantasy Fair one, you can get the corn dogs from Disneyland because corn dogs out here don't taste the same. So they're dripping in grease, in other Mm -hmm. words. Yeah. I have never seen anything so greasy in my life. I'm sorry. It's just I I was hoping for something a little different, a little more exotic. You're hoping for a local. Okay, but they also have Namaste Cafe, which offers like Indian cuisine. That's another truck. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Food Around the World, which is Epcot themed, and that's where you can get all the different stuff from the different countries. So, I mean, there's it's not all standard chicken fingers. I know, but... It, it, to me, the thing about the food truck is that you're looking for something unique. If you can get the same food other where other places in Disney World, I was hoping mm. that the locals would get a chance to sell their mm-hmm. stuff. And it might be. I don't know. I was just. I'm I was just giving my opinion. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I was hoping for something a little a more bitter. unique experience. <laughs> That's like there's one in Nashville. It's just grilled cheese. What do you think? Well, how many grilled cheese can you serve? It's what they put on the grilled cheese. <laughs> right. And. We were watching That's the, the kind of creativity I was yeah. kind of hoping for. And they had all these country stars, you know, in line waiting with, the, you know, I don't want to say commoners, but, you know, it was like <laughs> they were we loving. Them, we call them the unwashed. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's that would be a neat thing. Um, yeah. Especially, I love grilled cheese. So. Me too. <laughs> so, you're making me hungry for a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> if you want to check it out, uh, March 25th or tonight. From 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., but March 25th from 5 p.m. and near the Grandstand Pool. Craig, That's Finley's birthday. Craig, go make me a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay, <laughs> I'll just leave this here and 
it'll just be on you for the rest of the show. That's okay with me. Okay. All right. Thank you for that, Kevin. John. All right. Um, there's a secret menu item for Disney Vacation Club members from Joffrey's Coffee and Tea. Uh, it's called the Vienna Latte. Uh, it's only available to DVC members who ask for it at Joffrey's kiosks throughout the throughout Disneyland and Walt Disney World theme parks. It is espresso, steamed milk, chocolate sauce, and vanilla syrup with whipped cream, and it's available and hot or iced. Based on the picture we're showing, apparently also with lipstick lesbians. <laughs> Those people don't look old enough to own DVC. They look like teenagers. <laughs> Looks like United Colors of Benetton. <laughs> You know, think I'm going with li- lipstick lesbian. All right, see how we're doing our own captions now. <laughs> you like it I really caption this. Um, I do not know though if they're gonna like card you. I don't know if uh, you yeah, have you to show a DVC that? member card. Do you, you have, have a card? Yeah, you have uh, a maybe DVC, DVC has a Isn't special wink. Kind of just a mocha. Yeah. I'm a DVC <laughs> member, and no one's taught me the wink or the handshake. But yeah, it's so. a mocha with vanilla in it. Keep your vanilla out of my mocha. Oh, it's, oh it's my! Mocha latte with just a little bit of vanilla in it. I'm surprised. It's special. Secret and it's, it's special. Wink. It is nice. It is nice to see some things like this and the food trucks and things like that for DVC <laughs> members. Sometimes I think that's a. That's a, all they can do for you, though, is free coffee. No, I'm not saying free it's not free. Oh, special coffee. Oh, special. No, what I'm saying is that I think it's you know I think that the DVC members tend to get overlooked with some of this stuff more so than than annual pass holders. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see that. Can I also add this? If you're a DVC member, check out their new website. Their new website is really very good. Did they do a good job with it? Really good. Like information there, but also their booking system is really excellent, the way they've done it, where you can bank and borrow points and stuff. So I give them a lot of credit. I don't know why Disney World can't have that kind of booking engine. Oh, don't get me started. But <laughs> DVC seems to have gotten it right. So kudos to them. All right. Thank you, John. Richard, you have something for us? Yeah, Anna and Elsie from Frozen will be moving to the Princess Fairytale Hall on April 20th. They're moving away from Epcot's uh, Norway Pavilion. Thank God. The last I heard, there was a five-hour wait that I oh, think was crazy. Prompt, prompt this move, I guess. So, wow. What? I mean, they had to do this. They had to do this. I, I was stunned when I'm, I was over there last week, and the unbelievable crowd in Norway for this experience and yeah I mean people have been reporting waits of like five hours do you by any chance get Entertainment Weekly no there's a really funny article Entertainment Weekly woman wrote her experience of waiting for the characters and it was just very humorous but it was pretty much five hours in line she was miserable people around her were miserable however her kid went crazy Mm. so it was all worth it well good I'm glad they're moving them over to Fairy Tale Hall, but now you can wait five hours in the Magic Kingdom to see him. But, all right, well, thank you for that, Richard. Mm-hmm. Gregory. Okay, I have uh, three different ones. The first one is the um, Disney Parks blog March Magic Challenge is starting today. So it's kind of like Tony's March uh, Madness Challenge that they do on uh, the Disneyland show, but on the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Facebook pages, the official ones people can vote for their favorite rides and they gave like the rides kind of like sports teams names instead of just being straightforward about what they are um and eventually it's going to line up so that a disneyland ride goes against a disney world ride to see what the best disney ride is in general um so if oh great they're gonna, they're gonna stoke those fires yeah <laughs> yeah that's gonna happen so that's that starts today i haven't seen it go live yet but it does 
my next one is that the Alani music of the Maka'ala, I think, is now available to buy in the United States before you could only get it in um, yes. Japanese. So I have a funny story about this. I was so obsessed with the music at Alani that I came home, looked for it. It was not available. So I found out that it was available on the Japanese iTunes store. <laughs> so then to buy it, I had to go buy a Japanese iTunes gift card then create a fake Japanese iTunes account, <laughs> then use my gift card for it just so I could buy this music. So I spent $20 on this music. <laughs> and it's six ninety nine now. Sean is now a quarter Japanese. <laughs> and I have a Japanese well, iTunes account. Well, that's where Shaun comes from. <laughs> yes, it's my homeland. But yeah, you can get it on DisneyMusicStore.com for $6.99 instead Poor of... Sean. This is why we yeah. can't take him to SeaWorld. Oh, boy. <laughs> wants to spear everything oh, um and then finally the seven dwarfs mine train logo was unveiled either today or yesterday i think it's hideous looking um it looks really dumb it's just all the dwarfs standing there in a in a flying v type fashion with seven dwarfs mine train on it, it looks well, like can, the real housewives um, of, talk about phoning it in it does look like a real housewives thing no. it does <laughs> I, uh, but I, I think this is a good time to mention that we are going to have uh, coverage of the opening yeah. of Seven Dwarves Mine Train uh, starting April 30th. Uh, got that notice yesterday. So April 30th, they're doing their press event, and uh, we're going to be covering it and doing what we do. So if you're excited about Seven Dwarves Mine Train, be paying attention. April 30th through May 2nd, I believe, is the, uh, is the event. Yeah, it's yep. three days so, or so. I don't. I'm very, 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 very excited. I'm very excited to see this. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if if we have some more time, I can do a couple more rapid fires. Actually, please, absolutely. So, um, first, I just want to plug that today is uh, the release day for Frozen and Save Mr. Banks on Blu-ray and DVD. So we have blogs for those. And Great we have, blog, by uh, the way. A stupid, funny blog up on the on the so this blog today. So. You absolutely have to go out and check out check it. Uh, go check out the blog the two of them put up today about uh, hours of gift making. Yeah, <laughs> really cool though. Really yeah, cool fun. stuff. We kind of did a BuzzFeed style. Um, and then actually earlier today was the uh, the Disney shareholders meeting, and so a lot of stuff came out of that. Um, they released an, a full Maleficent trailer, which is now up on YouTube. We'll link to that. Um, Disney Pixar announced. Incredibles 2 and Cars 3, so two new sequels coming out of Pixar. Um, the D23 Expo is going to be April 14th through the 16th of 2015. April which, or August? I'm sorry, August. Okay. August, it's the fall, yeah. Um, so we knew it was somewhere in the in the late summer, early fall, but they announced the official dates for that. Uh, anything else that came out of that that I'm forgetting? Um, no, I was just going to mention, too, we're not going to have a universal show until next week on Friday. That'll be the new day it comes out. We're going to hold off, but it's going to be a good one. Yep. All about coasters. So I will not talk at all. Yep. And uh, Craig's got some great video up on the YouTube channel. Thank you. Uh, utilizing his Google Glass, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's it's working out really well, but I'm able to get on all the coasters with minimal issues. But uh, <laughs> I just need to get the glasses framed now so then I can actually say they're glasses. Then they can't yell at me at all. But one step at a time. But yeah. <laughs> So go check that out on the YouTube channel. We'll make sure there are links to that in the show notes page as well. All right. Thank you, Sean. Um, To close up the show, we are going to talk about our poll for next week. I kind of wanted to get away from the hot button topics of like FastPass Plus and things like that. So we thought we would just do something a little little more fun and a little more simple. Um, What's your favorite restaurant at Epcot? 
we want to know. Uh, this is actually going to be part of an ongoing series of polls that we're going to be doing over the next several weeks. So whatever your favorite restaurant at... That's oh, really hard. I can hear those damn dogs. It's so loud in the headphones. I know. It was like kicking a the room. for a minute. I thought, why are there ducks in your yard? It's so weird. <laughs> no, it's those, those damn dogs. Um, Craig, what is your favorite? Uh, he doesn't have one, Sean. I, yeah. Table service in Epcot? Table service. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, like, uh, Kevin. Chef Paul. Monsieur Paul. Agreed. Monsieur Paul first. Um, is Chef second? No, Via Napoli, I think. Oh, second. Via Napoli. Yeah, Via Napoli. Yeah, I'd say Via Napoli. I see for me, I give it to Tuto Italia over Via Napoli. I, Tuto Italia's service was way better than Via Napoli, well, from my experience anyway. Right. Um, but, but I go Monsieur Paul first. I love Tokyo dining. Yeah? How about you, They're Richard? always so gracious and helpful there. My grandmother's Italian, so either one of the Italian restaurants. Okay. But if we want pizza, you know, um, we go into um, Via Napoli, however you say it. Via Napoli. Yeah, Via Napoli. And then we, my wife with me, we're hitting up the finer Italian because she likes the lasagnas. And, the, you know, so we're sitting there for three hours for a meal waiting. But Oh, Dustin just texted Tuto Italia. Uh, you know, and I completely forgot to mention that he's not here. Obviously, he's not. He is in Virginia waiting for his brother and sister-in-law to have a baby, which has not come yet. Um, yeah, babies are unpredictable, by the way, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. Well, he's hoping he's hoping that before he has to leave on Thursday to go to uh, Fort Worth, because we're going to be in Fort Worth this weekend for that meet, he's hoping that she has the baby. But, um, you know. They can be early or they can be late. Yeah. So everybody oh, keep right Dustin's right. family and their thoughts. And, uh, this is hard. This is really hard. I cannot pick just one. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be voting, but still. <laughs> well, you can vote. You're allowed to vote. It's not like... Now, that Sean and Craig have had time to think. Anything? Yeah, I would go with Via Napoli. Via Napoli? Yeah. I like Acker shoes. Ew. Oh. <laughs> wow. There's princesses there. And, uh, wow. And, and Swedish and meatballs. And cold meat? Oh. So gross. Don't forget the herring. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I actually like pickled herring. The cold, the cold bar, and I like the Swedish meatballs or Norwegian meatballs, whatever they call them, and and princesses. We could just send you and Corey anywhere to eat. Apparently, they have princesses yeah. on the buffet. Is they do, like you know, yeah, breast of princess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it must be time to wrap up. <laughs> Certainly. All right, but that is our poll question this week. What is your favorite table service restaurant at Epcot? Head out to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged, and vote. And, of course, as we do every week, we will select one person who answers our poll at random, and that person will win a $50 Disney gift card. We'll announce the results and the winner on next week's show. And that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. For those of you who are watching live, stay tuned. We have our next segment talking about the changes at Walt Disney World over the years. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week.